Hello everyone and welcome to your NASA Weekly Update for the week commencing Monday the 12th of December 2022. Less than two weeks to go till Santa comes. It's Gary here again and we're getting closer and closer to the official start of Michael Beale's competitive tenure as Rangers Football Club's first team manager and I cannot wait to get back into it again. Uh, for one last week, I, I hope you had a good uh, a good week, uh, or a good last week, I should say, under relatively stress-free conditions as it relates to, to Rangers. Anyway, as the World Cup marches on, I did mention last week that our, our restart this week comes when Borna Barisic, um, Barisic uh, I, think, I, I think I said stitch there, maybe I did, <laughs> is still at the World Cup as he looks like he's marching on to the final. And at the time... Of recording right now it's 5.42pm Mountain Standard Time in Calgary here and he is that's still very much a possibility with Croatia due to face Argentina in the first semi-final tomorrow at noon my time 7pm UK wouldn't wouldn't that be something to have one of our first team squad at, at, in the World Cup final I mean it's already an incredible achievement to, to have him in the semi-final you know but, but I mean to have him in the final would be even better so good on him and then good luck to Croatia. However, Leo in the pool that Chloe fixed that I talked about last week, Leo has Argentina in that. And believe it or not, he also has Morocco. Wouldn't that be something if Argentina played Morocco in the final and Leo is then a winner? Winner's chicken dinner, you never know. So good luck to Croatia for Borna. Good luck to Argentina for Leo. And I guess we'll just see how it all pans out from there. So this week I'm going to have to start uh, with a real bit of of, of, som of sombre news, I'm afraid, folks. Uh, late last week I had learned uh, from Lorraine Spence, our, our um, NASA executive committee member, that former NASA secretary and, and long-standing member of London Rangers Supporters Club in Ontario, Terry Zealous, was in, in in a bad way in real failing health and I hadn't personally seen Terry for a number of years I, I think it might have been in Vancouver 2016 but I, I, but I genuinely honestly can't I can't remember when it was maybe um, she was in Vegas I, I'm not sure but every time I met her she was always just so fun and friendly and bubbly and, and, and kind of full of mischief as well. <laughs> you know, she she was a character and, and unfortunately we learned that this past Friday Terry passed away and I, I didn't know, I, sorry, I didn't know that she, she didn't keep in the in the best of health but to, to learn of her, her rapid failing health so soon, so soon before her passing has left a feeling of, of absolute shock to be quite honest and, and not just for the entire NASA community who knew her, but even further afield based on some of the, the incredible, beautiful tributes that, that I've seen online since um, since the word got out there over, over the weekend. What an incredible sense of loss that we're all collectively feeling. And, and that's when, when you know that the Rangers family is indeed just that family, because when we have, have these incredible senses of loss that we that we really do band together, um, you know, as as one. And I'm going to read a wee bit uh, here from her her, obitu her obituary, and, and I will post a link to this on the on the blurb um, tonight too. Uh, Teresa Marie of London passed away peacefully on Friday, December 9th, 2022, at the age of 54. Beloved daughter of Diane and the late Ron Zealous, Teresa is survived by her siblings Deborah Oakey of London and Andrew Zealous. Alison of St Thomas. 
nieces and nephews Shelby Oki, Kane, and their son Oliver, Shania Alam Tanim, and their daughters Alara, Victoria Oki, Tyler Zealous, Hope, Brooke Zealous, Dakota, Jacob Gold, Kelly, and Sean Gold, Rebecca. Now, forgive me, I don't know the, the names of these folks and what the significance in, in brackets of, of some of the names as well. Uh, Teresa will be missed by many aunts, uncles, and extended family members. Oh, oh man, this is just so, so sad. And, and on behalf of the nurse executive, I can only pass on our heartfelt sympathies and condolences to Terry's family and friends at what has to be an incredibly tough time for all. We did post a, a tribute on the, the main page, the main homepage of the nurse's site on the weekend, and we did send a communication out to our membership too. Terry literally was was one of a kind, one of her own, and a fervent supporter of Rangers and and of Narsa, and and she will be sorely sorely missed. So rest in peace, Terry. You know, everything else that I'm going to talk about tonight just pales into insignificance at times like this. But I'll I'll get on with the rest of the content for this week's show and do the best that I can. So on to the, the game segment for this past week. We had Saturday's friendly against Bayer Leverkusen and we ran out very healthy 3-0 winners thanks to two goals from Malik Tillman and a late third from Scotty Arfield. Full disclosure on this one, I didn't watch the game as I just cannot motivate myself to watch friendlies regardless of, of how much I miss watching the team, regardless of it being Michael Beale's first game, albeit non-competitive game, in the dugout. I I just I just can't. Plus, I did a, a bit of a later night on Friday night with a bit of a family do, and then I had an early start on Saturday to get Leo to the mountains for his snowboard camp out at Sunshine. So I only kept an eye on, on the score only, and I haven't even seen the goals actually on replay as I, I kind of reflect on that as I'm just saying this stuff out loud. But watching Michael Beale's interview afterwards, he, he kind of echoed my sentiment towards the, the friendly by saying it was a bit of a distraction for him and and for his staff and for the players. And, he, and he's kind of glad that it's out the way now and he can concentrate on the competitive action. So it feels like I'm in, in good company there with my soon-to-be best friend, Michael Beale, saying kind of the same thing as I did. As I mentioned last week, just on the, on the games... You know, we do have a bit of a funky reintroduction to our domestic game, starting with this Thursday's home match against Hibs, and that's Thursday the 15th at 8pm UK time, and that's 3pm Eastern Standard Time. And then after that, we are the following Tuesday against Aberdeen, the following Friday away to Ross County, the following Wednesday um, at home to Motherwell, and then on January the 2nd against that mob, from the East End, then then we get back to mid uh, to weekend games with the Dundee United away game on the eighth of January. So as I mentioned last week, I just I think, I think it's weird. I don't think I've ever seen a fixture list like this, and I know that it's the festive season and we're getting moved around for TV and things like that. But Thursday, Tuesday, Friday, Wednesday, Monday, then a Sunday. Just just interesting. But the main one for us, of course, for this week is is the match at home against Hibs and we really, really, truly want to get Michael Beale off to a flyer here, get the points down to just the six points and then see how that mob fare against Aberdeen on the weekend. Great news on the defensive front for, for Rangers 
uh, for this coming week's game as Michael Beale did confirm that both Ben Davies and for me more importantly Connor Goldson are back in training and in his words in the original part of the interview he said fighting fit for Thursday and then he kind of qualified that a little bit later saying well they're going to train on Monday and we'll see how they do or train tomorrow maybe he said I can't remember exactly what it was um, but assuming they continue to be injury-free before Thursday, then we have more very, very strong defensive options um, with two of our better players back and available. So that's really positive news overall for both of them and more importantly for the team. And hopefully that kind of vein continues as we as we move forward and we start to get some of the folks, uh, some of the, the real um, contributors to the team back um, for, for this very crucial period that we've got to try and just kind of see where we're at and see how we're going to progress under Michael Beale in the early stages of his tenure as manager. Now, I don't normally talk about the women's team on here. It's always just about the, the men's first team for uh, for me. But on the, on the women's side, you know, you can't ignore this one. I'd like to send out huge congratulations to Malky Thompson and the women's team on securing their first Sky Sports Cup, and which is their version of the League Cup, in yesterday's 2-0 final win against Hibs with goals from Lizzie Arnott and Kirsty Howitt sealing the victory in, in the game. So it's lots of firsts for this. This is the first time that Rangers have won this. It was the first time that um, I believe a Scottish women's game was broadcast live on Sky Sports, which can only be a good thing for further exposure for the domestic women's game in, in Scotland. So congratulations to everyone involved in that. And here's hoping the men's squad can perform similar feats this season too, definitely in the, the Cups and you never know how things will go in the league. But nice to see uh, the women's team doing so well there. They had a, a couple of wee stutters recently with a couple of draws um, against the, the top teams and, and they're, um, I think they're about three points behind in the in the league table um, to, to try and defend their championship that they won last year. So a wee bit of work to do there, still in touch at the top though and uh, to have... Uh, the first domestic cup in the trophy room is a great thing for them. I wonder if, I mean, I imagine those trophies would go into the, the regular trophy room as well. There wouldn't be a separate one for, for the women, I don't think. I'd like to find that out. I wonder if anyone knows. If anyone knows, let me know. That would be interesting. For Rangers TV, uh, we have, of course, our first uh, reintroduction to domestic action this week. So I'd recommend that everyone just does a test on your account before before the game on Thursday so that if you have any issues that we have plenty of time to get that organised. It's not always a guarantee someone will be available on game day um, to, to, to make sure that we get you the support that you need. You can log into your account from any device anywhere just to double check and test that it's it's, it's looking okay and uh, if you have any issues you can contact Alan McWatt or myself and we will get you the support that you need. For shoutouts this week I just have, have the one and it's a personal one. I wanted to pass on a big happy birthday message to my nephew now, I think I did this last year, or maybe it was the year before, I can't remember, but I'm going to tell you his name. His name is Michael Kevin McNally, who is celebrating his birthday on the 13th. So what's that? Well, that's, that's tomorrow. And yeah, no joke, that's his name. And he is as big a blue nose as they come <laughs> to boot as well. We used to have our season tickets uh, together in the main stand there when I lived back home. And I, I could only imagine the laugh or the suspicion maybe that that would have caused the folks in the ticket office when they see that renewal coming through every year. 
But uh, you know what they say, you can't pick your family and you can't pick your family name and all that <laughs> sort of thing. And, and it, what it actually does is I say this stuff out loud, it actually reminds me that, uh, that I do have other nephews back home uh, who might listen to this, I'm not 100% sure if they do, um, but they're big big Rangers fans as well. So And, and I don't wish them a happy birthday. So, so next year, Paul and Stephen McLister, I will absolutely do it from now on. I just need to get the exact dates of your birth day and and we'll do it from there but happy birthday michael uh, when it comes tomorrow and i hope you have a great day on the convention update i can officially confirm it's 184 days and 26 weeks until toronto midtown go berserk in the center in the center of toronto and give us a party that we will not forget so Firstly, uh, one final reminder that we do have the hotel rooms out for sale, for public sale, and, and they are getting booked up. And the, the final reminder part is that this is the last week that you'll get to take advantage of the early bird discount up until the 15th of December, which is Thursday. You'll save $14 Canadian uh, per night. And, and this is only up to and including the 15th of December. And remember, this will be Eastern standard time in, in, in Canada and in North America. So uh, from Friday onwards, it's going to be an extra $14 per night. So please don't miss out on that if you're planning to get it booked. My understanding is the hotel this year are not taking a deposit, are not taking a deposit upon the booking. So you don't have to worry about getting your credit card uh, charged sorry right away so there's there's really literally nothing to lose by booking it early and and getting that saving on your on your account because after that the system will just not allow it anymore and if you're going to be staying for three or four or, or five nights that's a chunk of change you know that's a, that's enough to to get you a few a few beers or a couple of sandwiches or, or whatever it is you like to eat or drink so please don't miss out on that from next week onwards we're back up to to the regular rate from there Another reminder that we do have the Holiday and Flight Centre and they have their full packages uh, for sale for folks who have expressed an interest from for, for that. So you, you can go to at theconvention.com. That's at theconvention.com and you'll get to see what they have on offer. And it's, it's mostly for folks uh, from the UK and it's a one-stop shopping experience where you get your flights, your transfers in Toronto, your hotel room and event tickets for all three nights as well. And I know that these are, are selling pretty steadily, so please don't procrastinate on that one if you're genuinely thinking about coming next year and want the convenience of just going to the one place to get everything that you need. It'll be a bit more convenient for folks kind of like me who are... I just can't be bothered going and booking a flight and then going and get my tickets and then going and figuring out the transportation and then going and organising the flight, you know, all that sort of stuff. You know, this one-stop shop, I hope this really takes off after this year. It takes off, if you pardon the pun. <laughs> In terms of the convention tickets, they are now out for sale for NARSA members and that's a regular protocol. NARSA members get first dibs at the hotel rooms and first dibs at the convention tickets as well. And they will be out for public sale in the next week or so, I think we'll basically have them on sale for NASA members up to and including the 21st or 22nd. And then we'll have them out for general public sale before Christmas for sure. So the 22nd, 23rd. 
So we'll get that organised. And this year, the tickets are $225 Canadian, $225 Canadian for all three events. We did have a wee bit of a glitch in our system set up that I think I described last week and it was a kind of second wee glitch that we'd found, but I'm glad to tell you now that we're all sorted on that front. So as all systems go and I can see the ticket sales coming through and people are starting to get used to that as well. So please don't delay on that. It's a very, very simple process. We take all major credit cards and debit cards and you can get your tickets secured for next week. Put in whatever club you want to be affiliated with or sit with and then we will take it from there. So in the Toronto Midtown uh, local organising committee also confirmed yesterday that they have the DJ confirmed for who will entertain us at the convention uh, for next year. And it is Cy Leslie from the Jers TV. For folks that subscribe subscribe to the Jers TV on YouTube, you, you, you'll understand and know who Cy is. And my understanding is that Cy actually DJed for um, a couple of the, the recent ERSA conventions and also had a presence for the Las Vegas Loyal at their welcome do on the Wednesday in Vegas. I didn't make it down to that event, unfortunately, so I didn't get a chance to to, to go in and see um, see him and see what it was all about. And I haven't actually had the pleasure of meeting Sai yet, but I do look forward to that when it happens and hopefully we'll get a wee touch point before the event just to give him an idea of who we are, what we what we like, what we want to see and and, and get him set up for success as well. Another wee reminder that we, the NASA exec, are, are going over on February the 3rd to the 5th to meet with the hotel staff, going over to Toronto, I should say. And uh, we're going to meet with the hotel staff, do a hotel walkthrough, get a meet and greet uh, with the folks that we have to there and, and enjoy a game uh, with the Toronto Midtown Club and, and ensure that we're just basically organised for everything that's coming up in June. So as I say, February 3rd to the 5th, I'm going to speak to Andy Burnett and, and the boys over there and see if we want to organise a night, maybe on the Friday night or maybe on the Saturday night, something, not nothing lavish or anything like that, but just maybe a central point. If anybody wants to come and say hello, it would be a great chance for some bears to get together and, and sink um, a couple of beverages at the same time. On the VIP guests, no significant movement. Uh, we, we had a uh, we had a no from, from one of the, the folks that the Toronto Midtown uh, guys had, had, um, had told us they would like uh, to get and we're still working on another uh, the other three that they had on their list as well. Once we have confirmation of those, I think I think I got confirmation from one, but I didn't get the absolute yes, so we're not in a position to announce it just yet. But I would be very very surprised if it turns out to be a no, because uh, because I know he'll want to he'll want to be there as well. And in terms of frequently asked questions, we will work on that. I think we'll definitely get that organised in terms of uh, for the, the general public sale of the convention tickets so that we can direct folks to, to that. We'll just update the one that we had from Vegas and get that republished as well. So we'll get going on that fairly shortly. On the communication front for this past week, the main news, I guess, from the past week was that our, our AGM it was indeed uh, held last Tuesday and from what I can tell, like, I guess it went relatively smoothly and didn't really produce the type and style of controversy or drama or fireworks that that some were predicting. All of the, the resolutions that were tabled passed. And, but interestingly enough, uh, Mr Park's vote to have him re-elected to the board was mightily close to the threshold required to get that in, and I think the threshold was something like seventy three percent. Don't quote me on that, um, but it was it was you know almost you know three quarters, um that they needed, and it passed by like the, the the thinnest of margins. They like by less than a percent, is my understanding. So I wonder, 
I wonder how that will resonate with him personally, quite frankly, and, and with the board at large. He still got through, that's a fact. And, you know, there's obviously the majority of the fans still do back him as as the as the as a board member and the chairman of the club. So I guess time will tell on that. But as I say personally, I wonder I wonder how that how that felt for him, knowing that he just kind of scraped through with the uh, with the skin of his teeth. I, I noticed also in terms of the the results that I read on the website that it was roughly about a ninety percent turnout of of voters of eligible voters shareholder voters as well. That's a good number. You know, I'm kind of surprised it wasn't a wee bit higher, just in terms of, of the intensity of of some of the things that were going to be discussed, in there. But ninety percent in in any walk of life is a is a good number. There was some good information shared at the AGM or what the club are doing, on stadium modifications to accommodate more disabled fans in the ground, which, my understanding was was well well presented and and warmly received, and and of course Michael Beale being unveiled unveiled the the week before. You know that there wasn't a lot of heightened emotions around the the, the first team positioning or the, or the performances because they have that out to say that was Gio's team. This is Michael's team. You have to give him a, a fair shake at it. So you know, having personally having run a number of AGMs for a number of years for for both Narsa and the Rangers Supporters Club of Calgary, I have to be honest and say I find them quite boring and and a wee bit energy sapping you know when, when we're when we're in the room we're obliged to do them of course and they are very very important but there just isn't a lot of widespread appetite or energy around the business side of organizations for the most part i'm i like that sort of thing but i know that and appreciate that a lot of people can't be bothered with it and and they're often quite often a little bit flat for me so so my philosophy over the years has really just kind of you know evolved to get as organised as you possibly can, get through them as quickly as you possibly can, while ensuring we've covered everything that we're supposed to cover, of course. So Rangers have another one in the books and we put that one behind us and we move on. Secondly, uh, this one is is from from a wee while back, but um, I, I, I kind of think, I think I forgot to, to let everyone know, but I wanted to let you know that NARSA Communications has gone through a wee bit of a modification. We're now part of the link tree setup, which is basically a hub of all or, or most of our online presence, most of our, our kind of most visited online presence, if you could say that. And I'll put a link in the blurb for tonight's pod and you can maybe visit it and bookmark it for future reference, but it has links to certain pages on our website. It has, you know, like for example, the convention specific page. It has links to our social media presence. We took the original inspiration from this from uh, from Colin Bowman and his team down in Orlando who got on this this platform previously and I, th- I thought it was such a brilliant idea. So so thanks a million again to, to Andy Carey for picking up the mantle on this one and dedicating the time to get this done. And as I say, I'll put, I'll put a link on the, on the blurb and it's, I love that wee one-stop shop of getting everything you need from an ARSA perspective, just from, from that one link as well. So yeah, another wee kind of convenience factor for our visitors there. I did mention last week when I was doing an overview of the outputs from the the meeting, the NASA executive meeting that we had, that we were going to do a review of our existing website and uh, and more most particularly our constitution. And our communications director Fraser Muir did indeed complete a first pass at that, and I have his findings in my inbox. I haven't had a chance to review that yet. I'll de- definitely do that this week, but we'll see where we take this one f- um, from here. And and it, it was a wee bit long overdue. We should we should do that fairly regularly just to make sure there's not a lot of 
of fluff or guff on on the site that nobody is visiting, you know, and and just give people what they need when they visit the site. So I'm glad to get moving on it. Uh, so more to follow on that one when we know a little bit more. And uh, just today on the Rangers website, it was announced that the Indian Councils of Scotland and the United Kingdom have awarded Rangers a very special award for outstanding achievement for community relations and speaking at a presentation ceremony at Ibrooks Stadium, Neil Lal, who's chairman and president of both the Scottish and UK Indian Councils, said, and I quote, the Indian Councils of Scotland and the United Kingdom are delighted to recognise Rangers Football Club for their outstanding contribution and leadership to community cohesion and tackling all forms of discrimination. We commend the managing director, Stuart Robertson, and the board of Rangers FC for their commitment to ensure People of all backgrounds and cultures can enjoy football in a safe and tolerant atmosphere. The leadership and commitment shown by Rangers FC for the groundbreaking diversity and inclusion campaign Everyone Anyone is worthy of the highest praise. Being Scotland's largest and most successful football club is a great responsibility. I just love that stuff. But Rangers consistently rise to the challenge and we are delighted to recognise Rangers Football Club for their continued commitment. We are also delighted that they begun, they've begun fostering excellent relations with the football community in India. And following recent discussions with Rangers, the Indian Councils of Scotland and the UK pledged to support Rangers FC with all the developmental work in India. There's other quotes from Stuart Robertson, um, that this fellow, um, Neil, also goes on to say a wee bit more. And then there's a quote from Conal Cochrane from the, the Rangers Charity Foundation as well on the article. So I will put a link to the blurb on that for tonight, but a really good read and, and just... Just really great to see the club continuing to invest in the Everyone Anyone campaign. I mean, that's that's now, I mean, what's that, three and a half years it's been in play and it just seems to be going uh, from strength to strength. And it's also great to, to see, to be seen publicly um, recognised for, for the good work that we do. So very, very well done to everyone. Congratulations and nice work to all that were involved. The last thing on the communication front, I did talk and, and kind of chronicle a wee bit of, of Dave King's interview with Club 1872 over the last couple of pods. I, I haven't managed to check out or, or been provided the, the link to the third and final part of, of the session. And I was kind of hoping to have that for tonight just to kind of finish that off. But uh, hoping, maybe assuming that we'll get that this week and I'll, I'll finalise that next week and then just kind of do a wee bit of a wrap and an overview on that one as well. But I thought that sort of stuff was really interesting as well okie dokie my friends that will do it for this week as always i cannot thank you enough for taking the time to listen and please please do share this with whomever you think might enjoy it and we can we can spread the love a wee bit more across the globe for this week i hope our team has a successful start to our league campaign second third if you like and Michael Beale gets off to a flyer to give us a taste of what I hope is what's to come but until next week please do take care of yourselves and all the very best. Cheerio!